Hey guys, this is Tim Beat with Mike, and thank you for coming back. Uh, before saying anything else, I want to say how grateful I am for the feedback and for the response that even me, not just the episode, just releasing the podcast did, and thank you so much for the support. Mm, yeah, so today's topic will be, uh, today's title, uh, first of all, is 7up, and I know we pronounce it 7up, but two words seven up and uh, I'll, I'll tell you why i called it seven up it's majorly going to be about parents and i don't know if they're, they're going to like this one to be honest with you i don't i don't know so today's episode it's going to have three parts an introduction a body and a conclusion uh, just to i don't to have a structure for people to i don't know, pay better attention to uh, the information that's being said to be honest with you, initially, like why, why I even wanted to do this was as someone who makes art, by art, I mean uh, any type of work done for the sake of changing something, which, by the way, the statement carries two things inside of it. One is uh, art, art, people who make art aren't only like uh, actors and uh, singers and painters and stuff like that. It's also, it could be, a, I don't know, a CEO, it could be a philanthropist, it could be a I don't count it. And everybody, anybody who makes something for the sake of changing something is making art. And it also says the second statement is it also says uh, that anybody who who is, who who is even also an actor or a musician or a painter, like I said, uh, just because they make something, it doesn't make it art, right? It has to it has to cause some kind of difference, like. Hence, that's why really amazing works are called a work of art, right? For, so in order for it to be a work of art, uh, like, you know, I was about to say something. And I completely forgot. Yeah, in order, in order for it to be a work of art, you have to cause some kind of change. Yeah, so initially when I, uh, when I started reading about this topic to, I don't know, to figure out what I'm going to say, uh... It's a very very vast topic like parenting is a very very like vast topic and i had to like draw the line at some point i started reading about uh, these behavior it was explaining about like uh, parenting methods that say this when you do that and, and then he's and then the book ended up saying uh, like and these kids turn out to be sexual abusers i'm like what <laughs> there's a recipe for making rapists it's fucking crazy and uh yeah it's a very vast topic so i specifically wanted to fo- to focus on uh, <laughs> uh how like how par- how early parenting skills can affect people like with artistic endeavors meaning uh you have to show your work in a and it's like you have to be in a spotlight right so uh i i believe like things like fear like judgment uh, self being self-critical being extremely uh, an extreme perfectionist all these things are very harmful to to our like i don't to our career path and work but at the same time i thought they were really personal but they're extremely impersonal <laughs> like these are literally behaviors that we learn to do and we can unlearn them so uh, i don't know if this help if this video helps anybody i say use it and yeah so we'll get Let's go to the body. The body. Okay. Uh, so in the body part, I'm going to explain about 
uh, why these things affect us in the first place because i'm to be honest with you i'm a very egotistic person i uh, i want to believe that every every decision i make is inspired by my own interests and needs and wants but at the same time i have to look at it extremely objectively because i'm actually doing the research and actually found a lot of things about my, found out a lot of things about myself that uh yeah that's no, that's yeah i don't have to tell you and so we're going to talk about why these things affect us in the first place and the second part is what they are and uh, how they manifest in our behaviors but before i say anything else i want to like i want to like tell you the difference between two the 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 definite the difference between the definition between two words i know this seems extremely irrelevant but indulge me for uh, for a minute and so the words are one is ignorance it's bad from the start <laughs> the second one is nations n-e-s-i-e-n-c-e -E. yeah if i'm if i like get good at uh, editing videos i'll uh, like as i'm speaking about these like there'll be like a uh, like the screen oh, shit <laughs> like an 80 year old trying to explain the thing on the like back i met nations and ignorance will take a flow the definition like uh, the information is in daginos and everything you met that and so ignorance and nations actually have the same meaning they both mean to not know in modern definition they both mean to not know but in the context of two uh two ideas i guess uh ignorance is to not know because you uh you willfully willingly uh chose to not you know like pursue the information the information was available was attainable and when you choose to not actually go about it and then acquire it that's ignorance but nations nescience is to not know but the information is unattainable or unavailable or a synonym for the for the other two <laughs> and so that's a big difference because a lot of like parenting like Ethiopia's like in our in our specific uh, culture ayot these two words seem to get like mixed up right uh, some i get it like and then context and then like some of the statements uh, some of the arguments that i saw out of chatrog because they're not culturally specific they're not cultural centric uh, the majority of our society uh, survival line it's not it's not like a western problem it's like it's not like being neglected like you know nah, like some parents are really working hard to put food on the table for their kids and i i get that i get like i get that that there are a lot of great parents uh, but at the same time we, we could, there's always room to improve and we can change the things that we can change right so keep these two words in mind uh and speaking about why they affect us in the first place uh I found, um, I don't know, sufficiently satisfying answer uh, from the works of uh, one, like Dr. Bruce Lipton, like he's a stem cell biologist, and two, uh, Dr. Matei's work on attachment, right? So apparently, <laughs> apparently, kids aren't dumb, you know? Like I thought, I thought kids were dumb, all this. Kids aren't dumb, man. Like from... The reason, and I'm telling you why the reason I call this episode 7 up, uh, that from age 0 to 7, human beings, from age 0 to 7, we're operating at a theta level of consciousness. Like, uh, I'm coming, like, like, from our conscious mind, 
lower frequency nano vibrate the nano like below like subconsciously you know like from age zero to seven kids are operating subconsciously so everything that you know how like how you have to tell someone like a kid how to like do simple things again and again and again and again like like stop stop like you know like how we like how we consistently have to like do shit and because we can like because we can do it like simply like it's very common sense for us and turns out that we know how to do that because and yeah obvious this is obvious but I'll, i'll get to the good part and yeah like we we used to be like that right consistently london now after age zero to seven we develop the conscious brain like the the, the decision maker right so apparently 95 of our daily lives not just daily of our life is i don't know which one to be honest with you but of our lives is uh, the subconscious operating not the conscious mind we're only operating five percent of uh, what we do throughout our lives and this like most the majority of the people operate from uh, the knowledge and the habits that they got from zero from age zero to seven you feel me like uh subconsciously nobody changed it that's why we're consistently afraid about things that that has nothing to do with us maybe like in our childhood yeah you know like still like 40 50 60 years old on it and minfaro it's because of that reason and it's, it's it's not that they're dumb it's just they're operating subconsciously right and how this uh how this got really t- how, how this got really interesting was uh, a reading on dr gabor uh, gabor mate or mate i hope for him his name is not mate but uh, or, or it could be that kind of whatever so in his work on attachment he says that attachment is a uh, one of the most important uh, aspects of life for a human being because we're specifically social animals and even as a child he says like the first week or uh, something of the childhood's life of the baby's life after they were born is decided on uh, like picking who's the who's the parent like like who are we going to attach to first right and that's that just goes on throughout our lives And what this changed as a mentality, what this changed for me was, uh, I thought growing, like getting wiser and wiser and wiser, it was about like, you know, you know, stage life and death. Uh, it was about, you know, like not caring what people think, like, right? Like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say anything. Like, you know, the older the people get, like they don't give a fuck what they say. They just say some shit. They don't, you know, like, and <laughs> whatever my point is, uh, what was my point? Yeah, yeah. So my point is, <laughs> it's not that we don't care about uh, what other people say. We want to be ex- like accepted the way we are more as age goes on. You feel me? Like So it's not about not wanting to be accepted. It's about, uh, I don't care if you don't accept me if I'm not being myself. So I'm going to be myself all the time. So, you know, when like shitty people are genuinely, they were genuinely shitty people when they were young too. You feel me? And good people gen just they're good people you know and it's not just about not wanting to be accepted it's about being wanting to be accepted as we are these things that i'm going to pick out these three points uh, in the next like what what kind of parenting methods do that and how they manifest these happen mostly from the age of zero to seven so they're encoded in our brains subconsciously that's why they're extremely hard to eradicate yeah so that's why they affect us I hope that makes sense because it made sense to me 
and I hope I don't know, I I want to hear about what your what your take on it is. Uh, yeah, so let's move on to what they are. And yeah, sorry before I uh, like uh, before I go to the like to the next part to the methods of parenting that cause this and how they manifest. I wanted to like I was thinking about an example on how to portray the first point, not the second point, but uh, how we how we're like how we like to truly learn something it has to be subconscious you know so it, I, I guess it technically uh influences the second point too uh about attachment but you know how like how you when you start to learn uh, how to drive a car initially you uh like you know like balancear like you know like you know like how they people like you know like and then we slowly we slowly we slowly we learn how to do it and then through time, you know, Saturday, we, we could be driving like from work to home without even knowing that we were driving. Right. So that's being sub like that's that's uh, that's what it means to be subconsciously encoded. You know, it's like even if we're thinking something else, even if we don't know what we're doing, that's that's it's happening regardless. And that's what like uh, that's how the, that's how embedded they are in our subconscious that these these problems. So they're not they're literally not personal they're they're solvable because uh we'll get to that at the conclusion i'm not gonna spoil my own shit right so let's uh, let's get to that part so yeah getting to uh getting to the third part the, the one, I'm, whatever part this is uh like I'm gonna now I'm gonna explain about the the methods of parenting and how they manifest right and each and each of us. So uh, I picked three behaviors specifically. I thought that would be uh, culture specific, or uh, no. <laughs> okay, so coming to this part, I uh, so coming to this part, uh, I uh, I picked three. Specific parenting methods that I that I thought were cultures that were culturally relevant and also big problems, and I named them myself because <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to. Uh, yeah, okay. So don't even. I I think I can. I guess. All right. Who's gonna mark it, guys? So uh, the first one is called the third ball. The first method of <laughs> parenting. So this means is parents who raise their kids uh, as an like as uh, as an inherit as an inheritor of their goals. Like Like part of my like part of their goals Argo. Like as an extension of their goals Argo. Uh, I think the name is self-explanatory, but. By the way, I'm just I'm trying to light the mood up, but this is extremely these are extremely serious problems, and I don't wanna I don't wanna seem like I'm making fun of them or anything. It's just I don't I don't know honestly yet, <laughs> and yeah. So kids with parents like this usually end up growing uh, growing without the spotlight. They uh, like you know they one of the biggest problems that kids reported was uh, they felt they never had an opportunity to advance their relationship because even at like 20 and at 40 <laughs> your parents are treating you the exact same way they're ordering you they're bossing you around and that's a big that's a big problem 
So what makes the, this specific? Uh, sorry. So what? So what makes this specific uh, parenting style one of the worst parenting styles? Is it just doesn't end when you fucking leave the house. You feel me? Because like at some point, with like if your parents are alive until 80, 90, or like a very up like number in that age thingy, like <laughs> age, not age thingy. Uh, the like the power usually shifts to the kid. And these parents usually end up being the most moody parents, extremely needy parents, and uh, yeah, like in constant need of encouragement. So kids are like usually, I don't know, left putting out the fires that their like parents make and like adjusting the moods of their parents and shit. So this is extremely bad, a bad, bad, uh, bad, bad form of parenting. So uh, let's let's get to the next one. The second one is which I specific personally call the Gemini parenting style. This is not a dig at Gemini people. I'm also a Gemini. This, this parenting method is stated as parents who, who, who show their kids a certain personality at home and completely a different one. And, uh, and maybe when companies over or with GCO2, it's completely different. You know? I'm like, I don't know, like personality, Carlacho, this... Uh, this could manifest in extremely different ways for their kid. So kids like this uh, usually thrive in extreme admiration. They they want validation so much. They thrive in validation when they're outside. But but in solitude, they're extremely needy. They're extremely uh, demanding, and they they feel very lonely. So that's that's not a good mix of things to be, <laughs> right? So. Uh, it's just again when I'm saying this, I'm not I'm not meaning to insult anybody or point fingers at anybody. These are not personal at all. These are behaviors that we can change. If you want to change this, like why I'm doing this in the first place is like I said, in order to solve a problem, we need to know uh, like what the problem is in the first place. So in order to heal from I don't from past anything, we need to know what stems from what, and we have to self-reflect, right? So. Uh, and uh, the last parenting style that uh, <laughs> I don't think I should be saying this because I'm just gonna do it anyway. The last name, the last uh, name of the. <laughs> Sorry. So the last parenting method is called mm hmm, nuh uh. If that's, that's a way to name something. Because that's how I feel like. So the, the topic is like conditional love, right? Parents who give their kids conditional love. That's a big problem. It's one of the biggest problems. Like kids don't receive love unless they achieve something. You feel me? Like when they you wanna go like Yeah, so I forgot his name. I didn't write down his name. Maybe I'll put his name in the comment section. But uh he coined the term the unconditional invitation. So if your kids don't feel loved even if they fail and uh, kids need, need to feel unconditionally loved regardless of what they do and uh, no, not like, like fucking stab someone or something it's just don't raise your kid to stab someone first first of all and secondly you get what I mean you get what I mean so if you, if you uh, I don't know if you heard uh, Kobe Bryant I don't know if you listen to Kobe Bryant but he he consistently says uh, like how he when he was like 12 or 13 he was extremely bad at basketball and then the whole summer he went to the summer basketball camp and then he uh, he didn't score one point like 
not all the whole summer then he said like my dad pushed like pulled me like uh, called me and he said uh regardless if you skip score 60 or zero uh, i'm gonna like i'm gonna i'm gonna love you no matter what and i don't know but i feel like that's a big thing to say to a kid right regardless if you fail or if you make mistakes i'm gonna love you regardless and people who show their kids conditional love uh it usually turns out to manifest itself in ways of uh kids are extremely they turn out to be extremely self-critical you know the the kids that turn out to be like perfectionists like also like i said like similar to the first uh, people who uh who self-doubt uh, these people, these self-critical people or perfectionists, which I honestly was a part of for a very long time, still am to some extent. Uh, so let me, I guess we, yeah, <laughs> so we, uh, we have a problem with finishing things. You feel me? Like, uh, just you improve it, you do that. So you take time to make things. You're extremely self-critical. I like. You have no idea how much I like retape, 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 like reshoot, revid, like re-record. Like before I, like before I in- initially posted that first episode of like three minutes and like fifty something seconds, I did like twenty hours of recording, not practicing that, but like there was like this whole structured uh, like podcast that I like that I did, and I was talking to my friend, and like she's like, bro, just use your voice. Like people want to tune into your voice, which is I don't just one of the ob- most obvious <laughs> like uh, things to say to a person but that the fact that she even said it said something to me so i i deleted i deleted it and recorded like out of the blue not not saying that i did this that way but uh that that was my way of like not being self-critical so so like what stems from being extremely uh, an extreme perfectionist and extremely self-critical is even if when you achieve something you're extremely unsatisfied in any form any type of achievement feels like you know like and that's not good you need to be able to celebrate your wins and uh, get over your losses that's how it works and uh like i i had this friend i don't want to (laughs) like just to give you an example of a perfect like another form of perfectionist mine is like uh extremely dark type of (laughs) like uh i don't being a perfectionist a form of that uh, one of my friends is a, he's a he's a painter like he I don't know if you call them painters like he's a like he's a painter he like draws shit and he has this like notebook of uh, the stuff he draws like, like the, the notebook it's so big like I don't know I don't know maybe 200 300 400 That's, those are not easy numbers to jump but it was a, he had a lot of pain, paintings but nobody knows that this kid draws at all like at all <laughs> and I, I went to his house that's how I figured out he that, that's how he showed it to me and I wanted to be supportive you know like you want to be supportive when your friends are doing stuff and you see like uh, I don't know you see you see them do what they love and extremely excited about it but this was like like I said 400 pages of drawing like I had to like you good look <laughs> this is fucked up I don't even I don't even, I don't even think I should say this but uh you get you get tired right it's not that the, that they're not good they're really good it's just you get tired and i'm like oh this is, you get them and then i and then he pushes me back and it became painful at some point but the point is he could have like 
out of those hundreds and hundreds of drawings if he could have like uh, started posting something or showing it to somebody or doing something with it one he would have improved way more and two it's like i don't know why would you make anything if it's not supposed to communicate anything right that that's how i personally feel i'm not i'm not saying that's how it should be but that's how i personally feel and that's why i want to get over this uh, self-critical state of mind yeah and uh, going back to the points like i said when when you're extremely self-critical and you don't enjoy uh, your achievements you're unsatisfied with your success that leads to depression and which is clearly <laughs> and depression leads to a lot of things so uh these are the parenting types and the conclu- this is the body this is how they manifest and what they are and the conclusion is about uh, everything about the conclusion is about solutions i don't know i don't know if it's going to solve anything for you i'm not suggesting it will solve anything but uh this is how i choose to look at to look at it positively people stop listening to your parents they don't have good advice if you want to end up exactly like your parents like if your parents are successful if they're happy if you want to be like them listen to your parents even in some cases in that case it doesn't work but but uh don't listen to your parents man i, I don't know how else i have to say this just listen to yourself listen to the guidance of your parents don't let them be the authority of you like don't let them author your life like help, take the guidance and then maybe use it in some form but don't listen to them while you make your own decisions for life that's never gonna work nobody's gonna know you how you know you so don't let anybody else make those decisions for you and like if you want to know if this is working it's so easy like uh some of the like the signals that i get at home they kind of they assure me that it's working i don't know because like uh i don't know randomly like my dad could like open the fucking door and just barge in and yes though like the way he walks in he's expecting to find something right so, and he just slowly walks out all right and uh you really want that's it's honestly at some point it used to annoy me but now i thoroughly enjoy it i don't know why it's again not everybody's gonna like this video like i said so uh yeah the so jumping into more as for people who are more uh, scientific if if you've heard or if you've read the book creating affluence by deepak chopra just like one of my favorite indians ever to live to exist one of my favorite not my favorite uh <laughs> and uh he wrote this book called creating affluence and i recommend i recommend his books all his books to everybody this guy's fucking genius okay and he he's explaining what thoughts are and how we perceive them to be so we think thoughts are you know like talking like linguistic shit talking to ourselves like okay i'm talking to myself thinking i'm thinking so that's what thoughts are so that's turns out that's not the nature of thoughts the reason why tvs radios and like all of the, all of the shit works is uh that scientists and people understand that the material comes from the immaterial i don't know if that's a word but it works uh, so all of these things like you know like everything is made up out of atoms right so every atom is made out of uh, made out of uh, subatomic particles like electrons protons and neutrons 
and uh, turns out that these these are not even particles themselves these are impulses and energy they're not they're not physical particles they're they're like like i said they're impulses of energy and technically thoughts are intentions so when you're intending something <laughs> so when you're intending something it's an actual energy it's an actual impulse and energy and the best part about it is you know when people say ask the universe for it or like some shit like that and it seems very cliche but technically all of nature speaks the same language because thoughts the thoughts that we experience in our heads these impulses of energy are in a form of uh, linguistic verbal form uh, i'm thinking at the moment and like we think those are thoughts no those are one expression of thoughts uh, flowers have thoughts you feel me like everything has thoughts it's the form that it's changing that that's changing same thing with everything it's the quantity and the arrangement of the particles that are changing it's not the actual particles that are different so uh just the knowledge of this it, it, it tells you like how powerful thoughts are and to expand sorry and to expand on this topic uh scientist uh, japanese scientist masaru uh, masaru masaru imoto i think he did this experiment on water where he took uh, two identical like molecules or whatever you call like uh, water and he put it in two specimens and two samples and he in one form of the in one part of the uh, the sample he went and he talked like i don't know, shit to it like you know, aggressive stuff and like stuff like that and then he went to the other sample and he uh he talked loving things to it like pure loving things about like i don't know, peace love and i don't all all of these things that that are uh, you know just good i think generically generically speaking and uh as he crystallized the samples and he was looking at the molecules uh, the crystals uh, at the molecules of the water the one on the right side the one he speak like all loving things to they formed like crystal structures right like these beautiful designs of structures and shit and the one he talked like a lot of shit to on the left side he uh he saw like broken like pieces of like bo- like broken molecules and bro- like broken structures and stuff and if you think about it uh 80 75 to 80% of our body is uh is full of water is made of water right full of wa- made of is water not made of water 75 to 80% of our body is water so imagine how that that affects us that's the result of stress and if you actually read upon stress stress is uh i don't stress i think releases a like a stress hormone called cortisol but that's not but but the whole point of having stress in your body is it closes it shuts down your immune system i don't know if it sh- completely shuts it down cuz i don't know if that's even free to stay alive but it completely like uh decreases the work of the immune system and how effective that is as a uh, during like transplants like surgery transplants and shit uh they're like they're introducing a foreign thing to your body so your immune system's natural intent is to fight the system because it's because it's an outsider and they actually give the patient simultaneously uh stress hormones to shut down the immune system that's how effective it is and uh yeah so I think thinking positive thoughts and uh 
I don't completely, I don't talking to yourself as a friend, like not as someone you hate or someone you despise. We we say these things and we do, like we disguise it saying nah, it's because I know myself too, like too well, like I I know myself completely nah. It doesn't. You you need to talk about yourself consistently, happy like happy thoughts, because they actually manifest inside your body. Yeah. So by this we uh, we can understand like the like the effect our own thoughts have like on our like on our health and our mentality and our psychology and even the people we surround with like the shit that they say to us the type of conversations we have everything affects us and i don't know like changing these into a more positive environment is uh is, i don't know it's a big part of the solution i think and i think that's all for today i don't think i have anything else uh, thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed that and yeah see you next time